Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, 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 thank you. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Come on. Yes, he is. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Every praise, every praise. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Can you say that this morning? Every praise, every praise, every praise. It's to our God. My God, we glorify you. My God, we magnify you. My God, we lift up the name of Jesus. My God, we are on one accord this morning, Lord God. And we simply say thank you. And we bless you. And we praise you. And we magnify you. And we glorify you. And we lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. You are our strong tower. You are our reasonable portion. You are a God who is strong and mighty in battle. My God, the angels go before us, Lord God. And we simply say, thank you, Father. Every praise is to our God. God, you are so worthy of the worship. You are so worthy of the praise. You are King of Kings. You are Lord of Lords. You are the great I am. You are the reason I got out of bed this morning. You are the reason I can see. You are the reason I can hear. You are the reason I can breathe. My God. And we just simply say, thank you, Lord God. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. He is our reasonable portion. He has absolutely everything that we need. So we bless your name and say thank you this morning. We thank you for grace. We thank you for mercy. We thank you for love. We thank you for peace. We thank you for joy. We thank you for strength. My God, we thank you, Father God, for a fresh wave of your glory. My God, show us your glory. We thank you, Father God. You have the capability to redeem the time. Did you know you were not behind time? Like you are not behind time. The only person that wants you to think you are behind time is the enemy. He loves to make you think you're lacking. He loves to make you think you are behind time. You are not 
behind time because our God is the redeemer of time. My God, I thank you. God can redeem time. My God, God can restore you. You can be right here. And it looks like absolutely nothing is happening, right? Looks like your ministry ain't manifesting. Look like your business isn't growing. You could be right here in this time, in this moment. And a day later, an hour later, a minute later, your whole world is changed. That's the kind of God we serve. We are not limited by time. We are not limited by circumstance. We are not limited by situation because our God already wrote our books. He already had a say so about our life. So Father God, we thank you that we wait on you, that we are steadfast, that we do not trust our eyes because our eyes will deceive us. We thank you, Father God, this morning that we put our hope and our trust in you, Father God. We thank you, Lord God. We are anchored in your word. We will not get weary in well-doing, Father God, for we know in a due season, in a due time, we're going to reap a harvest. We're going to reap a harvest. Lord God, we thank you. We manifest and carry your glory this morning. We thank you that the angels are encamped all around us, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. We are blessed coming in and blessed coming out. We thank you, Lord God. We are the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. Lord God, we thank you for the former and the latter rains. My God, can somebody say that? Lord, I thank you for the former and the latter rains. Even if you don't understand what that means, the former and the latter rains. Man, if you got the former and the latter rains, help, help, happening at the same time. You are in a blessed season. So Father God, we thank you for the former and the latter rains. We thank you, Lord God, that you reign on us. My God, you are such a good God. You are such a faithful God. You are such a loving God. You are such a kind God. You are such a, an amazing God. God is so intentional. God is so awesome. God is so loving. God is so, as I always say, God is so dope. Like God is so dope. God is so dope. Like God God is so intentional with us that he gave us this devotional. He said himself and he said, you know what? I'm going to give them this devotional. I'm going to give them what they need so that they can stay encouraged, so they can stay in focus. That's how intentional God is. My God, you are not here by accident. You are not here by mistake. The Holy Spirit led you right here to be in this place, in this moment, at this time. So God could fill your cup and give you exactly what you need. So we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Holy Spirit, I am so encouraged by you this morning. Holy Spirit, I am so encouraged by you this morning. Thank you for doing a greater work. Thank you for being my coach. Thank you for being my advocate. Thank you for being my teacher. My God, Lord, I thank you for being the redeemer of my time. I, you are not, you are not behind time. My God, you need to say that to yourself so that anxiety doesn't keep pushing you to make decisions that does not line up with God's perfect will for your life. Say, I'm not, say this. I am not behind time. I am not behind time. I am right in the timing of the Lord. I don't care how old you are. The promises of God remain. Yes. And amen. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how many mess ups. I don't care if it looked like it wasn't working. Do not rush. Don't rush into any situations. Don't rush into any decisions unless you know it's you, Melissa, your ministry is not behind time. It's not behind time. It's going to be right on time and it's going to come into the fullness of what it's supposed to be in its due season. 
It's, it's new season. We just got to trust God. We just got to be anchored in the truth and be anchored in the word and believe what God says about us. He already wrote your books up. So guess what? You move at the speed of God, baby. You move at the speed of God. And if you are lacking or lagging, guess what happens? My God, God makes up the difference. God makes up the difference. You gotta, you gotta take your resolve in that. The enemy, cause the enemy loves to rush us. He loves to force us into decisions. Uh, he loves to make us feel like, oh, you gotta make a decision right now. Nah, I don't have to make a decision right now. Nope, I don't have to rush. And the reason I don't have to make a decision and I don't have to rush right now is because I am not behind time. I am in sync with God. And when I am in sync with God, he knows how to move things right along, right? He knows how to move things right along. There are books written about you and you got to know the angels know your books and you think they can't, um, read that you they, you think they can't speed stuff up there are books written about you the angels know your books so stop making that enemy think you you ain't gonna never get married you ain't gonna never buy no house you ain't you ain't gonna never you ain't, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. they wait upon the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount upon wings like eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not faint. Baby, in due season, you going to soar. In due season, you got to hear me. You hear me, woman of God? In due season, you're going to soar. You're going to soar. It's all going to, it's all going to come together. It's all going to click. It's all going to make sense, right? It's all going to make that. It's all going to make sense. It's all going to add up. You just got to keep pressing in. You just got to keep staying in place. You just got to deal with yourself on some things and you just got to continue to obey God. The angels are moving on your behalf. There are angels that are working for you. And if no one told you that I am your testimony today, I am your testimony today. So you can, you just bless God and thank God, my God. Now I'm telling you, I am not in any rush in this season. I'm not. I used to be in such a rush. I used to see because I see, I'm see, I see things, I'm a seer, and I see so far ahead. And I used to think everything had to be like this right now, right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. But I understand the development of God. I understand what happens in patience. I understand what God is doing for me in every season now. I did not get that at first, but now that I've become, um, more mature in the things of God. I understand that God is doing things even when I don't get it. Even when I don't understand that God is working, the angels are working. God goes before me. God is with me. God has already written out my books. The angels guard and protect me, right? The angels communicate God's message. The angels observe me. So just know that, um, know all that know that you got someone angels encourage you like it's just so many there are mighty paul calls them in second thessalonians 1 and 7 he calls them mighty angels right um matthew 28 and 2 the angels are the one that rolled the stone away the angels will deliver you hebrews 1 and 14 says um are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who inherit salvation right so you have angels that are sent here 
to serve you, right? You got angels that sit here to serve you. So you're not here working. You got God, the father, the son, the Holy spirit. And then you got angels that go to work on your behalf and in due time and in due season that it'll all make sense. <laughs> there are books written about you. You are all, you are all going to make sense. It's all going to make sense. It's all going to make sense. You just got to stand in that and not fall in the trap of the rush um that not fall in the trap of of the i'm trying to find that scripture just find me find me the scripture that there are books written about you i can't find that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna even spend more time on that i know that when the enemy is trying to distract me so there are books written about you and i want to give you that scripture today as well well welcome to coffee and conversations with lakeisha i am lakeisha m Johnson, um, AKA LMJ. And most of the people that are so friendly call me a LMJ. Um, and, um, I'm just here and I'm just here to worship God. And I'm grateful to be with you this morning. I have some things I want to share with you. Um, if you are new to the devotional, I just want to give you these things. Tuesdays, Tuesday nights, we do a ladies Bible study, but it's Facebook only. And it's in a group. If you want more access to that Bible study, you send us an email at info at justbeinglmj.com or you can go over to my Facebook page, Lakeisha M. Johnson, and you can find access to that group. Second thing that I want you to know is on Fridays, we don't do it every Friday. We are slowly working through this book. On Fridays, we are in a position in a place where we are working through this book called If by Mark Batterson. And it's just been affirming our purpose. It's about a 30 minute devotional. We will have our If devotional today day right we will have our if devotional today and so if you want to be a part of the if devotional it's from 12 to 12 30 central standard time it's in a private group on facebook and i want you to be able to have access to that devotional as well go over to the website lakeishamjohnson.com and find out all the ways that you can connect to this ministry we have some small groups coming up i have not released those small groups yet we have a finance you and a single you um, where we're going to do seven, probably seven to 10 weeks of study on how to strengthen ourselves in kingdom finances. And also for the singles group, for my single uh, ladies on how to enjoy being single and love your single state and be okay with your single state and not think that you're behind time. So when we release that information, go to the website, get registered in those groups so that you can be a part of those groups. If you hear the Lord telling you to be a part of your groups and those are your morning announcements. Um, so I, I just wanted to give you that today. Um, also, for any of you who want to develop your prayer life, uh, my pastor and my aunt does a Saturday morning devotional um, called Life with Prayer. Our church page is Canaan Christian Center. Right now, she has been teaching us how to do personal prayer. Thank you. It's one thirty Psalms one thirty nine sixteen. Um you saw me before I was born. Every day was already written out in my books. I don't know why I couldn't find that this morning. So it's Psalms one thirty nine sixteen. So the angels uh, so there she is doing a life with prayer and a group of us have been getting on that call in the morning and God has just been maturing us in our personal prayer life and how to tap into our personal prayer life so that we could walk into the fullness of who we are so I needed to give those those I just needed to pause for a second because we have so many new people that have been coming to the devotional and I didn't want you to miss what we were doing we are a community of believers we are growing in grace if you want to know about the ministry know about who I am and all that wonderful stuff go to the website it has all all our abouts it has all our beliefs it has all the ways that we serve the community so welcome 
Welcome to our community. Welcome to one of the most safe places on earth, Coffee and Conversations um, Daily Devotional. We are here Monday through Friday at 5 a.m., right? At Monday through Friday at 5 a.m. So she's on Facebook Live. You need to go to the page. If you're not a friend, you can watch it from my Facebook Live on Canaan Christian Center page. That's at Heart of a Servant One at Heart of a Servant One, and you can catch it later on YouTube. And we've just been studying prayer together. So I'm ready to get in the word today. Father God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you that your angels are encamped around us. I thank you, Father God, that we are in tune to the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Father God, um, for revelation knowledge. Open the eyes of our understanding to the hope and call of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Give us ears to hear, Lord God. Let a fresh wind blow, my God. Let a fresh wind blow and let us receive it all by <clears throat> faith. Well, do, can I just tell you this? Do you know how loved you are? I just needed to say that. Do you know that God favors you? I just needed to pause and say that to you this morning. Do you know you are loved and favored? Can you just say that over yourself? I am loved and favored. Do you know how loved you are? Do you know how loved you are? You are loved and you are favored, right? You are loved and favored. And I hope you receive that by faith today. We have been talking about the power of God. We have been um, learning how to hear God. We have been putting ourselves in a position and a place where we have come on this devotional to the understanding that um, everything we are is in Christ Jesus. And the more that we spend time with God and the more that we are um, learning about God's ways, we, are, we have come to the understanding that God is more than just an act right? And so every time we're on this devotional, God brings us into fresh revelation. And so we are learning to hear God. Um, we are learning to hear God correctly. Um, yesterday I was talking to uh, one of my sister girlfriends and she was like, we were talking about the difference between the perfect will and the permissive will of God. And I was telling her how much time it takes for us to be sensitive and become sensitive to the voice of God, because there are so many other things that have crowded out his voice. There's culture. Remember the scripture says there's a way that seems right to man, right? There's a way that seems, there's a way that there is a way that seems, there's a way that seems right. Proverbs 14 and 12 says there's a way that appears to be right, but in the end, it leads to death. There is a permissive will of God and there is the perfect will of God. And there is a clear difference between the permissive will of God and the perfect will of God. And how we learn to work in the perfect will of God is um, by learning, becoming intimate and familiar with God's ways and not just his acts right? Many of us pray for the acts of God, but to walk into the perfect will of God, you have to have clarity and understanding of his ways. God is more interested in you knowing him than you doing. My God, you, you like that's, that's the revelation you have to get to. God is more, in, and I'm talking about knowing him like no I went to church for years and thought I knew God until I began to 
grow in the knowledge of who he is through Christ Jesus and get revelation and understanding. And I was like, I didn't know. I don't know you. Like, I don't really know you. Right. Like, I don't remember. And remember, the scripture says many will say, Lord, Lord, like many will say, Lord, Lord, but not be there. Right. Right. Matthew 7 and 22. He says, many will say to me on the day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your perfect manners? He said, many are saying, he said, then I'm going to plainly tell them. Right. He says, then I will plainly tell them. I never do knew from you, knew you. You were workers of lawlessness. You were, you were workers of lawlessness. You really did not know me. Right. And then he goes into, Jesus goes into the next part of the scripture in Matthew seven and with seven and 22, 23, and then 24. And then he says, therefore, any, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them is like a wise man. Come on, Holy spirit who built his house on a rock, right? The rains fell. This is the, the rains fell. The torrents raged and the winds blew and beat against the house. Holy Spirit, you something else beat against the house. Yet it did not fall because its foundation was on the rock. (laughs) When we know God, when we know God, hear me in this. When I'm when when the winds blow, when the rains come, when tribulation comes, when persecution comes, we are steadfast, immovable. When we know God, when we know who God is, when we know what God, God has said, when we, when we know God, we are not moved by Corona. We are not moved by the governor. We are not pulled into emotional circumstances and situations. When we know God, we're not questioning um, whether or not God is going to come through. When we really, we're not finagling things. We're not manipulating things. We're not relying on our own strength. When we know God, when we know God, we rest, we wait. We are not tensed up. We are not anxious when we know God, right? When we know God, when we really understand his ways, when we understand how God works, we're looking and searching for more of God, even in our most desperate situations. He says, but everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them is like a foolish man who built his house on sand, right? Right. Who built his house on sand? He said, and then the rains and the fell, the torrents raged and the winds blew and beat against the house and it fell and it was great. And it's collapsed. We are the house. We are the church. Our response in a crisis, in a situation, in a circumstance, whether we withdraw from God, um, whether we act in the principles of God, um, say some, can I just give you some examples? The difference, like when your money gets funny, whether you continue to tithe or not, um, has to do with whether or not you know God, right? Um, when your, um, when your marriage is in a very strange place, um, how you respond to the strange place of your marriage has to do with whether or not you know God. When you have a child that is prodigal has a lot to do with 
whether or not, you know, God, when there is infirmity and sickness in your body and how you respond to the sickness has a lot to do with whether or not, you know, God. So your response in your most adverse situations, come on, baby, your advice, your response in your most adverse situations, how you respond to it, how you act out in your flesh, whether you cuss or not, whether you're fearful or not, whether you worried or not, whether you're anxious or not, have a lot to do with whether or not you know God, because when you know him, you act accordingly. My God, you act accordingly when you know that God has always had you, you respond. You're not my, you're not moved. Like you're unmovable. You're steadfast when you know God, but when you don't know God or when there are trust issues, Jesus is clear to say here in the word, he is clear to say, right? He is clear to say in the word, when you know me, when a man knows me, when a woman knows me, when a woman is intimate with me, those who hear my words and do not act on them, do not know me. <laughs> if you don't hear, if you hear my words and you don't act of him, if the word tells you, oh, no man, nothing but to love him. If the word tells you, you are the head and not the tail, but you don't start acting like you the head and not the tail. Come on now. Come on now. You, come on now. Like, come, like when we know God, we respond to him and to the word of God differently. But this is a growth process. This is a maturity process. This, this comes when, when you know God, you're going to hold your peace and allow the God Lord to fight your battle. When you know God, you're going to live line upon line and precept upon precept. Like when you know, know how God moves, when you know how God acts, when you, when you know God, you don't expect him to act any other way than God, my God. And this is a growth and this is a development and this is a maturity in Christ. And this takes time because most of us, most of us did not know him. Most of us only sought him for things. Most of us only knew what church had told us. Most of us only because if you know him, you act according to what he's taught you, right? He's even the winds and the waves obey him, baby, even the winds and the waves. So when the winds and waves start obeying in your life, when you know, your know who God is, when you know how God acts about you, when you understand that Jehovah Gabor will go to war for you, you do not respond to the winds nor the waves. You do not respond to the enemy because you understand without a God doubt, doubt that God is mighty and strong and battle. And when you accept Jesus Christ, that's why I said we got to come into the revelation of all that came to us in our righteousness. And so much came to us in our righteousness. And because these things happened when we accepted Jesus Christ, as Lord and Savior, and nobody told, really taught us to put our full weight on God. Come on now. Come on now. Nobody really taught us to put our full weight on God. They taught us to find our strength in people. They taught us to find our strength in things. They taught us, like, that's what they told us. Nobody really said to us, 
Put your full weight on God. Uh, Matthew tells us, cast all your cares on here for you care for me. He tells us, Jesus says to me, look, yoke up with me. My yoke is light. My burden is easy. All that stress and stuff that you're carrying, that has, that is not, no, that's not. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Jesus was bruised for your iniquities, chastised for your peace. There is no situation that you have been in that God cannot handle. There is no situation. And so we find our strength and our power in God. I want to read just a little bit of this Psalms. This is Psalms to you. So the, even remember yesterday, Psalms 91, those who live in the shelter of the most high, when we're talking about this, will find rest in the shadow of the almighty. You're going to find rest. This I declare about my Lord. He alone is my refuge. If I really live in this and I have um, rest in this and I have trust and it takes time. You got to build up a loving, trusting relationship with God because most people didn't teach us how to build a loving, trusting relationship with God. Go to church, you know, serve in church, submit your gifts and talents to the church. But nobody was telling us to come into this loving relationship and understand truly God is our father and to tell us how real God is, right? And how we're going to have to discern this by our spirit. You're not going to be able Able to mentally wrap your head around this. So he alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him, right? He is my God and I trust him for he will rescue me from every trap. David said he going to rescue me from every trap. Can you, there's no trap that God cannot rescue you from. There is no pit. There is no valley. There is no mountain. Jesus said to us in the scripture, he said, if there is a mountain, speak to the mountain. He wasn't talking about a literal mountain. He was talking about anything that stands in your way and keeps you from walking in the fullness of the person. You have the authority out your mouth to speak to the situation in the name of Jesus. When you pray in the name of Jesus, something happens. Something happens. That's why you got to be careful when you use his name. Not, not, not something happens. So when I say, he said, for we will rescue you from every time. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor of protection. God's faithful promises, right? The shadow, you are in the shadow of the almighty. He said he'll even make your mistakes prosper, right? David understood what it was meant to be in the shelter. When he went to face and fight Goliath, come on now. But when he went to face this, he wasn't afraid. So don't be afraid of the terror at night, nor the air that fights. So when a terror comes at night, my resolve is to pick up the word and say, the Lord told me not to be afraid. Even if I'm feeling fear, the Lord told me not to be afraid. Even if I got to go send my kids back to school, the Lord told me not to be afraid. Even if the government makes a bad decision, the Lord told me not to be afraid. He said that absolutely no plague shall come near my dwelling. He told me that no weapon for against me shall prosper. And even if it forms, it's not going to prosper. And even though I see death all around me, I'm not going to dread disease. I'm not going to be stalked by disease. I'm not going to be stalked in my mentality. Enemy, you're not going to keep stalking me and making me fearful of you when you are only walking around like a roaring lion. You are not a lion. You're like a roaring lion. You give the appearance of a lion. You are a bully. You bark and no bite. You bark and no bite. So he says, though a thousand fall at your side, 10,000 are dying around you. These evils will not touch you. Open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, the most high your shelter, no evil is going to conquer. This is David speaking out of his house. He found his most powerful place. 
in God. He found his most powerful place in God. That's where his most powerful place was. It was not in man. It was, man can make all the worst decisions in the world. It does not matter what kind of bad decision man makes. The Lord is strong and mighty in battle. The Lord is strong and mighty in battle. So your strength, your power, all that you need comes from God. This is what I love. He says, he says, for he will order his angels. They will hold you up in your hand. So you won't even hurt your foot on the stone. You will trample on lions and cobras and crush fierce serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. When you call on him. He's going to answer that God is not. He says, what kind of father that you come and you ask me for um, whatever, a fish, and I give you a snake? What kind of father would I be? You're not going to pray and ask God to bless you or protect you. And then he gives you calamity. That is not the God we serve. Our Lord is strong and mighty in battle, and he is waiting to go to war for us. I want to give you this a little bit. This is Psalm Psalms 18, and I can't give you all of this, but David, and this is probably happening after he defeated um, Saul, and this is in the beginning of him. This is the beginning. This is the very beginning of him. And he says, I love you fervently and devotedly. Oh, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock. The Lord is my fortress. And the Lord is the one who rescues me. Your resolve has to become in the fact the Lord is your rock. The Lord is your fortress. And the Lord is the one who rescues me. God, my God, my rock and strength, whom I trust and take my refuge. We have been taking our refuge in people and things. And so then when the foundation is shaken, when um, someone dies, when someone walks out, when a job ends, we think God has left and forsaken us. God does not leave you or forsake. He is your rock, your fortress, and the one that rescues you. So in the most adverse, crazy situation, guess what? God got my back. God is going to go battle. He's going to battle. He's going to go to battle with me, right? He's going to go to battle with me. He says, so my God, my rock and my strength, whom I trust and take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. He's my tower and he's my stronghold. God is your stronghold. Can somebody say that this morning? God is my strong, like God is my stronghold, my God. And when God is a stronghold, Hebrews 2 and 13 says, and again, <laughs> listen to me. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I and the children which God. And again, I'm going to put my trust in him. And again, I'm going to put my trust in him. And again, when another circumstance and a situation arises, I'm going to put my trust in him because God is my stronghold. God is my fortress, right? And then he says, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my high tower, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised and I'm saved from my enemies. When you call upon the name of the Lord and you don't let your flesh tell you to go fight and you don't let your flesh tell you to, you got to tell your flesh, stop 
talking to me with all of this foolishness because the Lord is my shield. He is the horn of my salvation. He is my high tower. He is my stronghold. I call upon the Lord and I'm saved from my enemies. So if an enemy is advancing against me, I'm going to put my trust in you, Lord. I'm not going to let my loud, my mouth pull me into sin. I'm not about to get on the level of my enemy. I don't have to because my daddy has already told me he's going to save me from my enemies. So why would I give my enemies? I don't care if the enemy comes in the form of a government. Why would I give my enemies more authority in my thought process? Why would I give my enemies more authority over my finances? Why would I give my enemies more authority over my marriage? Why would I give my enemies more authority over my kids? He already told us we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. We wrestle against principalities. So we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're not wrestling against principalities. You got an adversary. You got an enemy. You got a ruler of a darkness of this age. You got a spiritual host of wickedness that operates in heavenly places that doesn't want you to rest in the truth that God is your strength. He is your refuge. He is your stronghold. My God, he doesn't want you to be in a position where you're praising God all day long because he knows that pray praise activates the atmosphere. He wants you in a place of complaining. He wants you in a place of murmuring. He wants you to keep assaulting the government because he knows as long as you're acting like them, you're going to have the same effect that they have, which is destructive. He knows that the enemy knows if he can pull you into an emotional space in which you don't trust God in which you don't take your rest in God in which you don't take the words line upon line precept upon precept. He knows that if he can keep you in that same emotional space that you will not let God go before you. We learned on Monday that God goes before us and that he is our rear guard. That is is the power we need. That is the strength that we need. David says here, let me give you this last little bit and we're out. The cords of death surrounded me and the streams of ungodliness and torrents of destruction terrified me. He admitted, he said, I'm terrified. He admitted he was afraid. It's okay for you to admit you're terrified and afraid. It's what happens next. He says the cords of Sheol, the netherworld, the place of the death surround me, the snares of the death confronted me and my distress, my God, and my distress, when I seem surrounded, I called upon the name of the Lord. In my distress, he said, I called upon the name of the Lord and cried to my God for help. Here's what I love about God. He heard my voice from his temple. There is no space that you're in, no place that you're in, no pit that you're in that God doesn't hear you. He said, he heard my voice from his temple and my cry for help came before him into his very ears. Then the See, that's why you got to get familiar with God. He said, then the earth shook and quaked. The foundations of the mountains trembled. They were shaken because he was indignant and angry. Here's what you need to know about 
God. He becomes indignant and angry about his folks. Some of y'all might say he gets ignorant. He becomes indignant and angry. That's, that's understanding God's way. Do you, God is not going to have unrighteous legislation every time. You got to go study the history of Pharaoh. God, you got to understand when Pharaoh's heart was hardened, God was going to show himself strong up for the Israelites. My God, we got to look at this thing in the spirit. This is not a flesh perception. When the when the, the they had unrighteous legislation, when they had an unfair ruler, God said, don't spend no time on that. Praise me. Don't spend no time consumed by him. Praise me. Don't spend no time in going on. Don't get caught up in all this mess going around you. Keep your eyes focused on me. I'm going to go before you like a pillar. I'm going to go before you in day. I'm going to be a cloud. I'm going to be a light. I'm going to give you everything you need. I need you to keep your eyes before me. He says, then the earth shook and quaked. The foundations of the mountain trembles. They were shaking because he was indignant and angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils and fire from his mouth devoured. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also and came down and thick darkness was under his feet and he rode he and he rode upon a cherub storm and flew and he sped on the wings of the wing. He made darkness his hiding place covering his pavilion and canopy around him. The darkness of the waters, the thick clouds of the skies out of the brightness before him passed his thick cloud, hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord also thundered in the heavens and the most high uttered his voice, hailstones, coals and fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered them. There is not no enemy that you have that God will not scatter. There is no enemy that you have. There is no sickness. There is no disease. There is no plague. There is no financial situation. There is nothing that is going to prevail against you that God cannot scatter. He said he scattered them and he sent an abundance of lightning flashes and confused and routed them. And I'm going to stop right there. Go read the rest of Psalms 18 today and gird yourself in truth. The Lord is strong. He is mighty in battle and he will go. You don't have to spend any time worrying about any of your enemies, no matter what your enemy is. God is ready to go to battle in you and the power and the strength that you need is in the rest. <laughs> it, I'm just telling you, it's building yourself on the foundation of God. It's knowing what his word says about you in the worst circumstance and the worst situation. Knowing Isaiah 53 and 5 tells us he's healer. My God, knowing Psalms 91 tells us we're protected. Knowing, knowing he said he's our shelter, he's our fortress. My God in him, I can trust. You can trust God with the worst situation in your life. You just got to know that your power and your strength is in the rest of God. God is going to fight for you. God is going to fight for you, but it is difficult for God to fight for you when you're standing in the way. He does not want you to be a casualty. There is power in your strength and rest. So they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount on wings like eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not faint. My God, Lord, thank you that you, that we are learning to wait on you that we are not moved by our circumstance and situations and we will not give over to our flesh. 
Father God, we thank you that you have given us a sound mind. You have not given us a spirit of fear. So we resist the spirit of fear. We resist the spirit of poverty. We resist the spirit of drought. We resist the spirit of doubt. We resist the spirit of worry in the name of Jesus. So what do you have to do? Pray in the name of Jesus. What's the other have to do? Gird yourself in truth. Go learn about your spiritual armor. My God, take your rest, understand your righteousness and know that the Lord, thy God is going to battle for you. He will fight for you. He will not leave you in the hands of your enemies. You just got to take your rest in him and not fall into the snare and the trap of complaining, of whining and looking like you live on the other side. That's it. Father God, we thank you for your word this morning. Lord God, if there is any person on this devotional that has not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we thank you, Father God, that you are touching their heart. And if that is you, all that you have to do is say, you know what? Today is the day that I'm making the decision to follow Jesus. Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Please forgive me for my sins. And I'm asking you to come in my heart and become Lord and Savior in my life. And the word tells us he will no way cast you out. There is nothing that you can have done. Nothing. Murder. Nothing. Thieving. Nothing. Stealing. Nothing. Nothing you've done that God won't receive you and restore you. He doesn't just receive you, restore you. And if you are someone who have you just, you accepted Jesus Christ, but it's been rocky for you. All you got to do is, Lord, please forgive me for my sins. And then ask the Holy Spirit to come in and lead you into a closer relationship with God. My last thing to you, if it's any way <laughs> that God is speaking to you, think about becoming a partner of this ministry. Go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Click the donate button. You can send it via cash app, dollar sign, LMJ ministry. If God lays it on your heart to sow a seed in this ministry, do it. Now, because I know God and I know what he'll do for us when we obey him. I love you. God loves you. My God, God is so faithful. God is so faithful. Can you just say that? God is so faithful. God is so faithful. God is so faithful. He will no way cast you out. I will see those of you at 12 noon, the rest of you Monday morning, 5 a.m. Invite somebody in. Bring somebody in. God loves you so much. Now do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let someone else experience the love of God through you. Someone needs to know how much God loves him and he's going to do it through you. See you back Monday, 5 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.